When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bound Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Well, we're going to talk Lane Kiffin. Maybe Mike Bianco at some point. But uh, we are the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. One of our awesome new partners and clients, Core Cryotherapy and Wellness in the township, will have their open house Thursday, April 20th. And they'll also have refreshments, like adult refreshments, at Core Cryotherapy and Wellness in the township. And, uh, good, hey, 30% off some of their services that day, 5 to 8 p.m., And some of the benefits from cryotherapy uh, decreases muscle soreness, pain, and inflammation, increase energy, peak athletic performance, decreases injury recovery time, improves immune system. Plus, they do all the IV therapies. I've probably done it five or six times. It's pretty awesome. Blake's going to have to get in there because he's got a cold. And so I'm buying you a uh, immune. They've got one called an immune booster. Please. After you go to the doctor today. You're going to core and you're getting an immune booster or a Myers cocktail. All of it. And you will feel better by tomorrow. Dude, shoot me up. And it's, it's, uh, IV therapies powered by core cryotherapy and wellness in the township right across from Sombra where Blake used to bartend and he pulled his, uh, he channeled his inner Tom Cruise for cocktails at Sombra 10 years ago when, when they opened. They have a nacho dish where the 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 chips are on the outside of the plate, Blake, and it's it's one of the better things on their menu. So, and their jalapenos on the uh, I can't remember what how it's, but but the it's it's an outer plate thing. I think Jeff Jones got it when I was there, and he out ordered me, yeah, and I wasn't happy. They, so that's actually before we go to cats. That's the traditional way to make nachos. Okay, originally when they were made. Were in, they would make it on the flat tortilla, okay, and then they would cut it into the pieces, okay, not the pile of chips that you see. I learned that when I worked at Sombra because they did so much research to like, uh, open that place. They they picked that up from like New Mexico or something like that. That's like the traditional way to do it. So it's less messy, and each piece has like the correct what do you want to call it? Like percentage of of ingredients on it. I actually like it. I like both. I like yeah. messy nachos, yeah. and I like the more neater. Nachos. But you get every, you get like the beans, that made the cheese, sense. the meat, and the jalapeno on every bite, which is it's clutch. It is very clutch. Pair it with what? Some Patron Ooh. tequila. Our our new partner, number one selling tequila in the North America, I think in the world too, like Patron Añejo or Patron Extra Añejo. All right, cool. Let's go to uh, Michael Katz. Katz Mania. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line djournal.com he's heavily uh he's on facebook twitter he's doing stuff all the time and uh cats do you like nachos 
I was going to say, I just feel like I learned a lot about Blake right there. That was, that was really informative. Thank you. Well, he's got a cold, and we're going to get him an IV therapy, and he also likes nachos and bartended at Somber. So you pretty much know the whole deal. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's a pretty good slice of life right there. Yeah, I appreciate you joining us, Cats. Uh, we'll catch up again. All right, so look, let's, uh, let's, let's talk um, Lane Kiffin. I mean, he has become a quote machine. I know he's a blast for you to cover because he's just gotten to the point where he gets in front of the media and he just talks and talks and talks. Um, are you surprised that, I mean, I, we knew Spencer Sanders got hurt late in the year. I mean, I, I got that. I followed that. I understand he tried to come back. It didn't work out. I know he's a hell of a football player, but did you know he was hurt to the extent where he wouldn't be able to be as productive as he wanted to be in spring practice, Cats? Uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting because you you hear it from, uh, you know, Lane will allude to it at times, and then we, we don't get a ton more than Spencer. We talked to him a couple of times this spring. Uh, once, I think it was after like the first or second day, and then, uh, after the Grove Bowl, and, and he didn't really get into too many details about it. And, you know, then we'd see some practices, and, and it kind of looked like uh, he was full go sometimes, and then there were some days he, like, didn't do anything. Uh, and so I was actually surprised he did as much as he did in the Grove Bowl um, because I, I think we were kind of under the impression, impression uh, it might be less than that. But, um, you know, I, I think – I mean, the Grove Bowl is kind of two-hand touch at this point anyway. Sure. Uh, most scrimmages are. Uh, but, you know, the, you, you, I think you could tell that, uh, you know, they weren't closing in too hard on him when, uh, you know, he'd take off and run, and it, it kind of looked like a, a walkthrough at some points uh, for that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I think he's he's getting there uh, in terms of his, his whole, you know, being good to go. But, I mean, you know, shoulders are tough, and, and obviously it was something that bugged him last year. Mm. It hasn't been that long since, uh, you know, that all happened. But uh, I, 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 there were times when, when I thought that it was, it was not as big of a deal as it was. And there were times when I thought it was a big deal. Uh, and then I saw the Grove Bowl, and I was like, oh, he's playing a lot of snaps. And I, I, I thought it was going to be less than this. So it, it's really kind of hard to know where exactly it is. But uh, I think they feel pretty confident it's going to be in a good spot. Okay. And, and I mean, I guess – because this is a long, long time from now. When they roll back out August 3rd or 4th or whatever date it is, I mean, the expectations are he'll be 100% ready to go, right? Yeah, I, I think that's – I don't think they uh, – I don't think you bring in a guy like that if you don't think he's going to be, you know, good to go. Uh, I, 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 Again, I, I think we saw enough from him over the last few weeks that he looks pretty good now. Uh, you give him a few months, he should be good to go. Do you think he can get within striking distance of taking over for Jackson Dart over, let's say, 20 practices in August? And that's where it's. I think it's tough because he is, he, you know, as we saw like from Jackson last year, uh, he's behind the eight ball a little bit just in terms of, of learning a new scheme and all that stuff. Now, obviously, he had a way better growth bowl than Jackson did last year. I think Jackson went 11 of 30 
uh, in last years. And that was a lot of people were like, oh, my goodness, like, what, what are we getting into here? Uh, and Spencer obviously looked looked pretty solid uh, for the most part on Saturday. But, uh, you know, I, I I think he could. I mean, he's again, he's, he's a four-year starter uh, at Oklahoma State. He was a, a first-team All-Big 12 guy. He could obviously play. I mean, we, we've all seen it. Uh, you know, there were obviously some consistency issues. Uh, but, you know, Dart had some consistency issues last year, too. I think the big thing and the, the big takeaway from, like, this spring, and, and this is all a lot of people talked about, was just how Jackson was avoiding the big mistake this spring. And I think the, the talent's always been there with him, the ability to extend plays, to make the big play, uh, to do the dynamic things. But there was always the chance that uh, he would do something that would just make you kind of, you know, face palm. And uh, it, it sounds like he's avoided that this spring. And, you know, I think he turned the ball over once uh, during all the practices and he didn't have any turnovers in the Grove Bowl. He just looks a lot more comfortable. And I, I think that, you know, I, there's this perception that he was, like, really bad last year. He, he, wasn't. he wasn't bad. I no. Mean, he was – he was – you know he, he was pretty damn good, actually. Yards. Yeah, you know, twenty touchdowns, six hundred rushing yards. Yeah, there were moments when you there were. I think it was the plays that were left on the field that that kind of made people groan sometimes, or just the the turnovers when they happened and when things kind of snowballed. But for the most part, he was pretty good, especially given they came from an air raid offense at USC and was kind of learning a, a whole new system. Now that he's been, I think he's in a really good place mentally physically, all that kind of stuff. So kind of a long-winded way of saying, I think it's going to be tough for him not to be the guy. But, you know, again, there's a part of me that's also like, you don't bring in a four-year starter uh, at a Big 12 school if you don't think he can give you something. So Yeah, it doesn't um, make sense on paper. So Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't make sense from Spencer Sanders' you know, perspective either. Why would you come if, if, you, if you thought you, were, you weren't going to play, right? Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, but now maybe I understand why he didn't have as many suitors as you would have thought he would have mm-hmm. because of the shoulder thing. So, all right. So, what was your takeaway? All right. So, Dart obviously took a step forward. Spencer's been hurt. What was your takeaway from Walker Howard this spring? He looked awesome. I mean, every every practice we were at. He looked like he – I don't know if they'd say he had the best arm talent, but he was making some really impressive throws. And, uh, you know, obviously, again, you take spring and the growth pole and all that stuff with a grain of salt, but uh, there were times where he like looked like the best quarterback out there um, just in terms of, of just natural passing ability and um, things like that. I know he's young. Um but one, you know, he's he's got good bloodlines. We know about his LSU ties and his dad and all that stuff. You know, he was the Gatorade Player of the Year out there a couple of years ago. Uh, he's really talented. Um, I think they're really excited about what he's going to be, and uh, he he did not look overwhelmed by any of it. You know, he he saw reps with with the, the red and the navy team. They're obviously kind of mixed starting situations on both sides, but he he looked really comfortable wherever he was, and, and that arm talent really flashed. I think he's going to be a really good player down the line. How, uh, Michael Katz, djournal.com on the Out of Bounds show. 
He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Uh, what do you make of Kiffin not using all his practices? I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it's it's awkward when it's you have the Grove Bowl, and that always kind of seems like the end. Or any spring game always kind of seems like that's like should be the end. Uh, and it's weird when there's a couple like listed after. Uh, I, I do think that there are some injuries. I mean, there were a lot of guys wearing, you know, no contact jerseys this spring. Um, just, and, and I think you just never want to run the risk of, of something happening. You know, if you leave the spring game in like fairly good shape uh, health wise, you, you probably don't want to push it. Um, and also, you know, I, I it, it is odd uh, that you don't use the extra three or, or whatever it was. Because, uh, again, I think most coaches want to evaluate as much as they can. But, uh, you know, if if you already had your, your scrimmage, maybe you've seen what you need to see or what you want to see. And, uh, you know, I think there probably comes a point, too, where uh, everybody's kind of over it. And yeah. It's like, okay, let's let's just get to the summer program. Let's, let's move on. We had our game. Uh, we've seen enough. Let's not get anybody hurt. And we'll go on to the next phase, but yeah, no, it, it is, it is, it is different. You don't hear about that very often, but uh, you, you know as well as I do that uh, Wayne Kiffin does these things differently sometimes. Oh, I love him, and I, like I said, I know you're loving uh, covering him because there's always content and stories there, because um, he's interesting. What uh, and he's been successful. So, when you look at, I, right, you know, Mississippi State does a road dog tour cats i know yeah. Ole miss is doing one too um you know what you're familiar with that right yeah yep okay uh i don't know if it's the rebels road tour or, or what D- does lane go on that I, I i wouldn't think he does i mean i i can't see lane giving a speech in greenwood mississippi but did or even tupelo for that matter but does he <laughs> does he go on that I, I and the reason why i'm asking is i can't remember I feel like I remember him going on a couple of things. I don't remember what specifically it was, but I, I, it's funny you bring up Tupelo because I feel like he was in Tupelo at one point in the last couple in the last couple of years, um, like doing some some sort of uh, you know rah uh, rah thing like that. But like you said, uh, it's not exactly his forte. Uh, you know, no. His, uh, well, it's, it's it, I mean, these things are, are antiquated and outdated anyway. They they made sense yeah. in 1985. In 1995, I don't know why the two schools haven't cut the cord. I know Zach Arnett has much better things to do than be doing a, a, a road dogs tour to people who are, you know, basically all over 60 years old. And anyway, um, yeah, I just, I, I couldn't see Lane going to, I mean, look, I love Greenwood, Mississippi and Greenville, Mississippi and Meridian. But I just don't see Lane doing that. Um, and I couldn't remember if last year he went on the Rebels road tour. Um, I, I got to find that out, though, for sure. Blake, do you have something Well, there? I have a release from Ole Miss that says he and others will be going on their uh, now-sponsored uh, NIL Sox- sponsored. Dead Soxy Rebels okay. road tour. Okay. Uh, it started on March 27th. It has events all the way through June 15th. They're kind of spaced out. It says Kiffin... Among other people, it doesn't say whether he'll be at everyone, but it does say he's included. Okay, what is that? This is an apparel place. Okay, Ole Miss NIL socks is what I'm reading. 
All right. Michael Katz, djournal.com, Ole Miss Insider on the Out of Bounds Show. Katz, I know you did the football game. Um, how, how concerned could Ole Miss fans be uh, over what they may or may not have on defense this year? Yeah, and I know it's funny because Lane was tweeting about the Florida spring game a couple of days ago and how there's like no scoring. And then uh, obviously the global happens and it's 53-52 or whatever it ended up being. Uh, you know, I I think this was, and he, he, he said it too, like this was designed to, to not like be great for the defense. They were very vanilla. Um, it, it sounds like the offensive play callers maybe took a few liberties with what they were supposed to do uh, in, in terms of the plays they called. I think they were supposed to keep it fairly simple, too, and it sounds like they did not do that, uh, which I think is hilarious um, and seems about right for uh, a, a spring game you know, shenanigans. But, uh, you know, it, it's one, it's it's – it's it's a new scheme under Pete Golding, and and I think a lot of this is just kind of figuring it out in the spring and and seeing where guys fit and, and seeing what you have at the different spots. And um, again, they weren't playing with a full deck of cards with with some guys being out and mm. uh, and whatnot. And 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 you know they don't have um, you know they don't have all of their pieces in yet in terms of. Uh, you know, some of the true freshmen, Centurion Perkins is, I think, going to be a real piece of that defense. Oh, he's uh, big time. Later and he's, he's big time. And, he, and, he's not on, and he's not on campus yet. So, oh, he wasn't a, uh, he wasn't a, uh, excuse me, he wasn't a January? Not, yeah. No, 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 he's still in high school. So, you know, we, we haven't seen him yet. And so, um, you, you know, I, 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 it's, I, part of it, I, I think the spring game is designed to, to get people in the stands and nobody wants to see like a seven, seven spring game. And there probably are some people who do. I know I'm not one of those people. I like to see, uh, you know, crazy stats and all that kind of stuff. Cause it gives me something to write about. Um, yeah. but, uh, so, so I think there's, do you have access to Golding for, uh, or is, is Lane shuts uh, no. that down? Like Saban did this. How, how does that work? Uh, yeah. So we, I think it, it depends on, uh, what bowl game they end up going to, but we get them once at the very beginning of, of fall camp, and that's it. Okay. And if 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 there is a a big bowl game like the Sugar Bowl a couple years ago made the made like they have to have the assistance, so we got them a little bit uh, there too. But this past season for the Texas Bowl, they, that was not required. Uh, so, like, we only, we, so, yeah, so we only talked to Partridge and, and Charlie Wise Jr. once all of last Which season. was August. Uh, we still have, yeah, so, yeah, we, we still have them with Golding, so I, I think we all got a lot of questions. So, uh, you know, the, 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 the waiting is the hardest part, right? Man. Yeah, okay. I forgot that, that Lane goes with the, the Nick Saban rules on assistance. Yep, it, it, it's a saving school. Okay. All right. Michael Katz, com on the Out of Bounds Show. Where, did you, I know you had to do football. Did you make any of the baseball in Starkville? Uh, I didn't, I was not there, but uh, I watched and, and I listened to some very um, sad press conferences. It, it was, uh, we, we, we do post-game Zooms and, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, it's kind of the story of the year with just some like, Missed opportunities and, and being really close, and then it just not happening. 
this has kind of been the story of their season, uh, the, these, these three games. Mm. Blake, you got a question for Michael Katz, Ole Miss Insider? Yeah, real quick. Also, Southern Cal Trojan alum. That's true. Um, with Kiffin's NFL kind of headspace and the, the way he approaches things differently and his cleverness, um, the fact that he continuously talks about Jackson Dart and praises Jackson Dart and all eyes, he keeps pointing all eyes to Jackson Dart, is that Kiffin being purely genuous and that's and you believe that that's his only motive? Or is this an NFL draft thing where he gets all the attention on one guy and then it's a kind of bait and switch to the other guy mode? I mean, it's it's always hard to know what's, what's going through Lane Kiffin's head on a given uh, moment uh, or, or a given situation just because he does play things so differently than – uh, most college coaches do. Uh, he, he 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 does see things differently than a lot of people do, and and and, and he. I feel like everything he does is for a reason. He doesn't just do things to do them, right? Everything is very calculated, even if it doesn't seem so um, at the time. But yeah. uh, you know, there, there's there's I I I I I could see like the bait and switch idea if if I hadn't seen Jackson look really good with my own eyes. Right. And so like we've, we've been at practices and seen him and there were moments where we all looked at each other and we were like, he looks really, really good. And so I, 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 I don't know if there's a, a sort of, uh, you know, look here and then I'm, I'm going to do something else thing here. I mean, I, I'm not, ne- I'm never going to be surprised with anything that happens uh, with, with, with him and just because, you know, he is a little bit unpredictable at times, but, Unorthodox, uh, I, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's unorthodox. It's a perfect way of putting it. But uh, I, I think Jackson has just looked really good, and, and I and I think that uh, you know there were times last year where he was really hard on Jackson. Um, I, I think he's he's kind of going the other way right now, and 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 and, and make it, and, and letting it ah. feel good, and uh, you know, yeah, I, some I, love. Know, there's, there's the tough love. There's the tough love, and then there's the, the the love love and I think we're in the love love phase at the moment okay hey I got a question for you go because um, you're a west coast guy um, you may even drive a Subaru but uh, uh, I, I, I literally do holy hell are you serious cats yeah yeah I have a Forester okay so do, you play disc golf don't you uh, <laughs> oh my goodness uh, I'm actually I actually had a conversation with friends about that we might start Okay, Blake's a big disc golf player. Within the, within the last week, this was a conversation. It's mandatory. When you signed for that Subaru, somewhere, all those signatures that we have to do, part of it was you have one of your hobbies has to be uh, you have to play disc golf. So they'll probably come uh, repo know, it, even if you're paying for it, if you don't start playing disc golf. Well, you know, I just, I just, I just finished paying off my car. I'm expecting like, nice. Shouldn't I get some free like Subaru discs or something? Yes, we'll have to get you some. Um, that's so awesome. Are, do you like craft beer? <laughs> oh man, why are you, you are? Are you reading my mind? <laughs> you're you're a craft beer guy. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm everything you think I am. Yeah, I love it. So, I, I love I, it. I, 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 I am too. I mean, I love it. I don't have a Subaru, but I do. I love craft beer. So I, I thought you were a candidate for disc golf. So you got to get out there and check it out. Blake plays like crazy. Cats, be good, buddy. See you, man. All right, man. Talk to you later. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line.
We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Don't forget about the charbroiled oysters and the gumbo at Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar on the property of the Hilton Jackson on County Line Road. If you missed anything, hit Apple Podcast or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Hit that subscribe button, too. We'll see you tomorrow.